Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. time in a long time but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side beast mode no one's blocking our way <laughs> these other guys tried it but them man ain't got the skills of brazen and davy brazen and raging bringing you the thrills and spills right here in full gear about to blow up like tnt us man are too sweet brady bbp the bb elite right here in full gear about to blow up like tnt us man are too sweet brady bbp the bb elite Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BD Elite. You found us on the Up Next feed, whatever podcast app you're using. And we're also live on twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast and youtube.com slash upnext. Hello, Twitch room. Hello, YouTube room. How are we doing? Hey, go follow us on YouTube. We got to get those numbers up. These are rookie numbers. Come on. We need a thousand. We, we don't do goals here very often, but we need... Okay. We set ourselves a goal and we're going to do it. Yeah, but you guys, what's going on? We need our, our BDE expert. What do we call our BDE universe? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Up next experts. Up next experts. Our friends. That's right. Yeah. Our friends. friends. That's right. Go follow us. Subscribe to us on YouTube there. It does us wonders. We want to get to a, a, a K, 1,000. We're so close. So please go follow us. Uh, welcome to uh, BD Elite. This is the show where we're talking all about some AEW Dynamite on the like going forward to the Forbidden Door pay per view in a few weeks, um, but I feel like there's some other news in wrestling. Yeah, some some pretty big news today. Uh, yeah, um, the the big news is wait, what is the big news? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're okay. Yeah, I was trying to think. Wait, is there anything else that I'm missing today? Vince. Oh yeah. Vince McMahon, what the hell's going on? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. There's, what is it? Uh, New York Journal, was it? No. Yeah, New York Times. New York Times, I don't know. Wall Street Journal. Wall Street Journal, that's the one. Uh, reporting, what, that uh, some hush money happened or something like that? 
WWE board probes secret three million hush pact by CEO Vince McMahon. Ooh. Sources say, Wall Damn. Street Journal. Yeah, looking into this, it's a pretty messed up story. Uh, easy, like it's it's something that a lot of wrestling fans always talk about, especially you know, dark side of the ring showcasing the dark side of pro wrestling. A lot of wrestling fans always bring up, hey, what you know, what about Vince McMahon? There's there's got to be something there. And now today, finally, it seems like a lot of those people are going online saying, like, I told you people so. There's something going on with that Vince McMahon. Not quite what – like, it's just it's just a whole weird story, especially when I read the uh, the Wall Street Journal article just earlier. I was There's details in it that get a little strange. Uh, John Laurinaitis and Johnny Ace, you know? Just weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a – interesting time like if you think back from like january with shane kind of leaving the company and then you've had like triple h kind of you know come public about his health and retiring and then stephanie kind of being relieved of her duties and moving away just a couple of weeks ago yeah vince trying to get in one more match one last match that's very suspicious. It's, I don't know. Everything seems very odd. Um, sell, sell, and, sell. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah, we were we were joking uh, uh, the other the other day about Jeff Jarrett possibly taking over one day, and it's WWE TNA. Um, no, uh, yeah, it's just honestly everything that's been happening. It feels like season three of Succession. Um, when I was reviewing that show last year, like we'd say, it's we're talking about this because it feels like this is. Vince McMahon and then you've had pretty much everything play out like Nick Khan coming in this this tech billionaire taking over the company the the children leaving one by one um and now uh the boss yeah 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 uh the the thing like Rick when the Ric Flair dark side of the ring it's almost like he knew that was coming so remember he like he asked for his release it was almost mm-hmm. like he was trying to go on this goodbye tour which didn't stop him he's still doing this goodbye tour but it felt like now looking at this in hindsight like did the McMahons all knew this was coming and they did kind of not jump ship but kind of like you know get their goodbyes out of the way yeah Triple H ain't doing NXT anymore because you trust me you don't want to be doing that anymore I don't know it's it's really it's really weird I want to see kind of where this goes and what happens. Uh, what does this mean now going forward? Mm. What, what is, is there anything? Are there changes? Are there this, are there that? Are there going to be other people coming forward of other things? This sounds like something, maybe someone leaked this, or I don't know if it was supposed to come Who's out. the leak? Who are they? Whistleblowers. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Vince McMahon, though, like the, the, god, the god of wrestling, really, pro wrestling, at least in America. But like, yeah, worldwide, people know who this guy is, and... It, it it does say something when, yeah, for years, since I've like been a kid getting into wrestling, oh, that Vince McMahon, he's, you know, he's, he's look out for that guy. You know, he's always, he's up to something, that, that billionaire guy. So, yeah, um, can't say I'm like so shocked because that, just as a wrestling fan, you were always, No, but yeah. it's, well, it's more just like what happens from this. This yeah. is a, like a public company. So, um, like this could be, like the beginning of the end yeah. for the McMahons in like people will take over, but this is a thing with like a company, you know, shareholders and that it's not just private where they can do whatever they want and stuff. So, uh, it doesn't look good for, for Vinnie Mac. 
Yeah, he got his last stunner. In he got it in the best stunner it best ever stunner happened ever. from this past WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, we just talked about all the McMahons. We did a review of WrestleMania 2000, talking all about every McMahon in every corner match, which I just absolutely uh, hated. So we, we were talking a lot about Vince and Linda and Shane and Steph this week. But yeah, uh, crazy, crazy news. I'm definitely interested to see where what comes out of this going forward. But. Uh, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've definitely already heard this story, so we don't need to break it down. But Johnny Ace? Really? <laughs> really. Does that surprise you? <laughs> People power. Yeah. Damn. Um, well, before we jump into Dynamite, uh, yeah, and I, I I really do want to see where that story goes. It's, it seems like it could be one of the biggest stories in wrestling going forward. Oh, yeah. Instantly. So, yeah, definitely uh, – Got to see where this goes. Uh, Dynamite, we'll, we'll get into. I'm trying to think of other things that happen. Obviously, we talked about Jeff Hardy a little bit on talked Up Next Jeff last yesterday. night. So yeah. please go check that out um, if you want our thoughts. Hmm. Uh, that's a whole thing. Uh, it was not mentioned on tonight's episode of Dynamite. No, which I, yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Tony Khan did release a statement, didn't he, saying that yes. um, he's suspended without pay and has to go for treatment and stuff. And once that's completed, they can think about bringing back or whatever. Right. But yeah, I'm, you're not going to put it on TV, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm trying to think, I feel like, that, I guess that's it. With I guess that's it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, d- we did record some, some stuff today. It's funny how things work out in the world of our uh, whole podcast stuff. We have a Patreon, and somehow things always tie in together without accidentally tying in together. We completely forgot to book a week this week, so we got our Up Yours in here, and we did Uncharted, the movie, mm-hmm. with... Mark Wahlberg, Tom Har- Tom Holland, Holland, not Hardy. That would be a completely different movie. Uh, we did a review of that, which was awesome. Shout out world champ Corey who picked that. Uh, then we recorded a show today, which falls into place of a 20th anniversary of TNA wrestling. And what a time to be a Christian Cage fan. I was going to say, a show ending with Christian standing tall. As a bad guy. Um, as a bad guy. And... Yeah, funny how... Things will come around. So we're doing a review. Uh, World Champ patron Andrew McDonald uh, heard us talk about how I was the only TNA show I've ever went to was this pay-per-view. So he picked it, and we chatted all about it. Destination X 2007, and uh, I went and dug out the shirt that I could see (laughs) myself wearing on the the pay-per-view that we watched. And then we reviewed today, so that'll be out this weekend as well. Uh, Destination X 2007, TNA we, we talk all about this pay-per-view, Sting versus Abyss, Last Rites, Christian Small yeah, Joe. Yeah, I, I, first time I've seen this this infamous match, Sting versus Abyss. Yeah. And a Elevation X match. Yeah, Scaffold. That needs to come back, too. I think so, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, what else? Scott Steiner, Kurt Angle. It was a crazy, it was a weird pay-per-view. VKM. VKM. Not the VKM you think it is. Yeah. Exactly. Jim Cornette. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, so we chat all about some TNA and other TNA memories on this show as well. So those two shows coming out. I mentioned our WrestleMania 2000 review is also out there. The Thing, John Carpenter's 40th anniversary of The Thing. We did a review of that. That's out on the Patreon. Go check out all the other shows. Also, we have a Forbidden Door coming up. So we decided that we're going to be doing a Ring of Honor New Japan Global Wars slash War of the Worlds, whatever show. We're going to put the poll up, I think, on Thursday night. Yeah. Friday, Thursday night, sometime like that. And we're, we're going to put up, and we need you guys to vote in the Facebook group. Yeah, we're going to throw a load of different suggestions of yeah. some different kind of ROH, New Japan crossover shows, 
and you guys can vote. We'll put up some of like the key matches so you can see what you're voting for, and that's the one we'll do next week. So looking forward to talking all about that. And then what else is next week? It's not it's not already time for the twenty it, it can't it's be. It's Obi Wan, I think, next week. Oh, is it next week Obi Wan? Because it's almost We've got Obi Wan and Face Off coming up. Okay, yeah. yeah. We're we're gonna be doing a twenty fifth anniversary review of Face Off, so we would love feedback on that because I know Someone out there is listening like, I love that movie. Yes, I know you do. And we're going to talk all about it. But yeah, we're also watching Obi-Wan, which I'm probably going to watch the latest episode probably after this. Mm. Um, we'll be talking all about that. So get your Star Wars feedback in eventually when that comes in, if you're interested in all that. But go check us out, patreon.com. This is how we get the the, the food on the table. Patreon.com slash up next. Acknowledge us and go support for five bucks for North American tier. And let's talk about some some dynamite. Let's do it. From St. Louis, Missouri, from June 15th, 2022. We have Road Rager, because they're on the road. I like these graphics. Very, like... They're like Miami kind of... Yeah, Miami Vice. Almost Stranger Things a little bit. Uh, Well, we start off with the hair versus hair match for Chris Jericho, the wizard, versus Ortiz... The monkey. Yeah. <laughs> According to Eddie Kingston, right? That's what he calls it. He's a monkey. So Jericho Ortiz, the loser, has to shave his head off. I love the social media team of... Just, just the hair. Sorry, did I say head? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta... You head get, versus head. Head match. versus head. You get decapitated yeah. if you lose this match. No, sorry. Take the hood off. <laughs> so... So the loser has to shave their hair. The the social team have been posting what Jericho would look like bald, and he's like been like, cut that shit out. What do you stop this? I, I thought he looked pretty good. Kind of John I mean, Travolta. We've seen a lot of looks with Jericho. I think he does need to do the bald thing one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we start off with William Regal joining commentary and calls Chris Jericho. Uh, this is where I'm going to have to fact check with you, my Brit in the six here. Jericho... He, he Regal calls Jericho a toss pot. Yeah, a toss pot. Yeah, what's that? Like an idiot, yeah. you know? You toss it, you toss pot. Yeah, I liked it. Bring it back. Regalism of the night. Bingo, right there. We start off I'll with... the actual definition. You're going to get me the yeah, definition? Yeah, stupid or obnoxious person. I like it. Bring yeah. it back. Let's bring it over here. Toss pot in it. All right. Well, Ortiz hits a power bomb early on on Jericho, and then one of those, like... No reaction splashes where he just kind of falls over for a near fall. Eventually, Jericho and him are on the apron, and they suplex each other off of it to the outside, which is pretty awesome. During picture-in-picture, Jericho's in control with the stalling suplex, and then eventually the walls. And then there's a back-and-forth with the walls of Jericho. The Jericho Appreciation Society are ringside when Ortiz is just there by himself. I was a little confused, like, where's the rest of them? Mm. When Eddie finally comes out and takes on the guys, and then Santana and Yuta are like, oh, I guess we should go out there. And then they come out, and during some of the commotion, Eddie Kingston hits the hurricane backfist in the ring to Jericho when the ref doesn't see. Ortiz gets the pin, one, two, and I can't believe they got me believing that Jericho was going to lose yeah, this match. Yeah, great, great bite here. Yeah, uh, great. I love, I love when they totally do this. You could have totally seen Eddie costing Jericho the match. Yeah. And yeah, good kick out. So the match continues when now the ref is still distracted by all the chaos. When Fuego del Sol, or so we think, gets involved and ends up costing Ortiz the match here, allowing Jericho to gain the 1-2-3 and allows... 
Jericho to not be the one to shave his head. And, well, actually, it wasn't Fuego Del Sol because he takes off the mask, revealing Jericho's old pal, Sammy Guevara, the Spanish god. Why did he need to be dressed as Fuego Del Sol? Yeah, it's like, I'm just going to dress up. Like, it's like... Maybe, like, who is this other person, the, the reveal, but... You... It's not like Ortiz is mates with Fuego, and he's like, Oh, Fuego, you've come to say hi. Yeah, it was it was definitely like, oh, what's this guy doing here? What's he? Who's this? Yeah. So yeah, I could I see what you mean, but uh, I think this is a good move. I think uh, the Sammy uh, stuff. He's like a super heel at the moment. People are fed up of him and Ty and all this. I think it makes sense. We we kind of talked about it the other week that uh, Sammy kind of walked away from Inner Circle, but he's not really being part of this breakup. So I like pairing him with. Uh, with Jericho and the Appreciation Society. Yeah, he fits in with that. Why not? Like, they they never had any beef when they yeah. broke up anyways. Oh, there's a lot of people in this group. But does this make this... We were kind of asking... We're going to blood and guts, so we're hyped. And we're like, how are they going to do this? Because last time, they didn't have Yuta in the match. Mm. So it was five on five. So now they've added Sammy, so it's six. Is blood and guts going to be six on six? Maybe, yeah. Danielson, Yuta... Unless you have... Ortiz, Santana, Mox, Eddie. Yeah, I guess so. That's Could a lot it. of people in that match, but yeah, why not? Make yeah. it big and epic, I, I, which I'm... You could like have it as the... Um, like the tag teams enter together, maybe. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah true. Um, yeah, no, I, and I enjoyed the match. You know, I thought they got, they got me with some of those near falls towards the end. Uh, and I was thinking, there is a possibility Jericho could go bald here. It'd be funny. But no. Uh, well, after the match, Ortiz cuts his own hair, just cutting it away and says, like, blood and guts, don't worry, blood and guts, we're going to get you back. Yeah, Eddie's saying, like, look at that, that's a man, he's, 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 doing, a man. he's doing his word. Um, Fight me! And yeah, just monkey. monkey keeps going, blood and guts, blood and guts. Blood and guts. So, looking forward to that in a few weeks. We then get the People's Court theme, which huge pop for me. Uh, dun, 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 dun. And it's Wardlow going up against the 20 plaintiffs. Yes. Because they're all the security jobber cops that he's been beaten up. And, well, they're getting this match. So, so it's an elimination match. What does that mean? It means it's you just got to eliminate them. Have you ever watched, like, you know, Power Rangers? Yeah. Putty Patrol? It's Smash Brothers. Smash yeah. Bros with the, the, the big mini little characters. Yeah, it's just like that. Except they're all plaintiffs. So, uh Wardlow versus Plaintiffs. He's got new music, right? It's not This Is War anymore. So, yeah, he'd had the... Uh, he also started the music in the back this week. Whereas okay. normally he's been coming out and it's been quiet, yeah. silent since his arrest. And uh, and then he'd come out. So yeah. they changed it up this week. This one was more loud and aggressive. Don't know if I liked it as much. I like that This Is War. Yeah, this, this is might grow on me. It might grow on me, for sure. Well, Wardlow comes out and he's fighting... 20 bail- plaintiffs, bailiffs, whatever. He beats them up. He's powerbombing them. I was a little confused because he's throwing them out the ring. He's then pinning them. He's just stacking a bunch of them on top. It literally is a video game segment here. It got a little just repetitive for quite quickly where he's just Some of these powerbombs look cool. Yeah. Some of them look really cool, but yeah. Um, it kind of, The segment was just a little Yeah, I feel, I feel they've lost some steam with Wardlow. Yeah. And it's... I think it's the MJF news. All of that kind of just overshadowed this and overshadowed his win and they're trying to kind of find that magic again where he was beating up security all the time so i got the idea of the match i thought i'd kind of be into it a bit more than i was 
and to to be nitpicky, he didn't pin some of those shoulders to the mat. Yeah, he's but, stacking people on top of each other. Yeah, but you're like it, the one. There's so many. It's like yeah, whatever. We, we changed the rules. There's a, so many rule changes. What's an elimination? He threw them over the rope. It's was that an the, elimination as well? I think so. I don't. We oh, just I, had Dasha being like, one is gone, <laughs> two is gone. She's like, I ain't pretending I know which one's yeah. supposed to be which. Like, nah. No, nah. it was all right. I thought I'd enjoy this a little bit more, but it was yeah. Fine. It felt like a video game like bit here. Uh, it's just him beating up beating up plaintiffs, bringing the dancing lobsters. Uh, so after this, top team interrupt him, and they're in the skybox. I like how Scorpio Sky has the skybox. And he's with Dan Lambert, and they're saying, you know, Wardlow, you don't have any right to that TNT title. You're a, pretty much, you're a bum. When American Top Team has some friends in the crowd, uh, sorry, Matt Hughes and Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley. That's the guy who got knocked out by Jake Paul, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched that so. fight. That was a great, great punch. It was everyone at the was watching it. My brother, everyone was debating. It was it was fake. It was fake, and I was like, I don't know. He looked like he, he looked like he, not. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he was eating the ground. Yeah. Uh, so these guys are here some somehow, some way, some reason. And it, is Wardlow going to fight these guys? So they're going to beat him up. Yeah. And then Wardlow just talks him out of it. <laughs> Trust me, guys. You don't want to. You don't want to fight me. Yeah. He says, "You guys are from around here. Like, don't do this." Don't, he said, we're smart guys. Yeah, stop this. Yeah. Uh, I, this whole segment was just really odd to me, I, I found. I didn't really get – I didn't really like it. Uh, but the Wardlow thing, definitely losing steam. And I do think he should just steamroll Sky at this point. Yeah, so sorry. These guys basically turned and beat up um, Mark Sterling. They, yeah. And joined so, Wardlow. So here. what? He's going to have a team of UFC fighters? <laughs> I think I think these were just – weren't these local – I think I think they were just in town, so they used them. No, okay. I don't know. I I yeah, this didn't really work for me. Yeah. Um, Wardlow's challenging for the TNT title soon, so that's that's what they're gearing to. And I I think obviously Wardlow's gonna win. Moving on, but yeah, yeah I can't like the Dan Lambert like this unit doesn't really interest me a whole lot. Well, we go to our next match, which is Will Osprey. Going one on one with Dax Harwood, uh, Osprey had his first, well, his debut last week on Dynamite, but his first match was taped at for the Rampage show, which was a sweet match. FTR and Trent versus Aussie Open and Osprey. I watched that; I thought it was awesome. Uh, and this is his first like big kind of singles match, and I got pretty hyped when they announced this match. Yeah, Dax has been putting in the work. He's been. We always used to say Roddy was kind of the workhorse, Mr., like. TV, NXT, and I feel Dax kind of got that role on AEW, just putting on great singles matches against anyone. Yeah. Uh, Osprey, I do miss his original music. I know it has the sample in it, but it's... Dun, 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 yeah, dun, 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 I, dun. I don't like this one as well. This one doesn't work. It, it, it works because he's a, you know he's supposed to be a, like a dickhead. Can't sing along, though. But he doesn't. he's a bad guy. You're not uh, supposed to True, sing. true. Osprey versus Dax. We get some crazy fast back and forth, and Osprey hits like a snap Rana... But then Dax comes back with this huge backdrop and then some German suplexes, the Dax plexes. Uh, when we go to picture in picture and when we come back from picture picture with Dax in control and then another German just folding Osprey, sending him flying. This was awesome. Goes up top for a diving headbutt but misses it. 
Then Will hits a springboard 450 for a near fall. Just crazy. There's then an avalanche back suplex into a counter from Will into a cross body. There's some great back and forth, some near falls. A crazy, like the rope adjust, like the rope assist, sorry, powerbomb from Dax to Will just crushing him for a near fall. There's then another like sit-out powerbomb, the Marafuji hook kick from Osprey, an inside-out lariat from Dax, and Osprey hits him with the Os cutter, but Dax kicks out. So Osprey pulls down the the elbow pad and pulls out his hidden blade and nails Dax with it and oh, puts yeah. him to bed here. But Osprey beats Dax in just an awesome match. This was crazy. This yeah, this was really great. And to anyone who hasn't who watched this show and hasn't seen Osprey before, because they don't watch other stuff, like I think this would have been a perfect introduction. Dax is so fucking good as well. He's wrestler of the year. Yeah, like you could make that argument for wrestler of the year for Dax. Um, yeah, I I thought this was awesome. Yeah, uh, prob- I, I really like the main event. It's a totally different uh, match, but this I, I probably could say this is my match of the night because it's just. The wrestling was so there. Will Ospreay used to be the guy that everyone says he's just a flippy guy and all that stuff, but he's completely well-rounded his everything. I there were some awesome counters in this as well. There was like a, a Rana counter exchange into a sit-out power. Trying bomb. to like note this was, was really hard. Yeah, yeah <laughs> really, really great match here. There was some great back and forth. Dax is in the running for like just the workhorse guy here. He's been putting on some great matches. Mr. TV, honestly. And Will Ospreay getting his introduction here. I hope we get to see more of him. I... I could see him eventually just working full on more dates down the line and, mm. and not just around this forbidden to- door time, but good, good stuff. Really love this. Easy. Like we, everyone always talks about match, match of the year. And like that always varies and stuff like that. There's, there needs to be more people at the end of the years talking about TV match of the year. And this would be the hardest year to ever try oh, to yeah. pick which yeah. one you would prefer. Every week. That's one. Every week. Dynamite at least has one match that you're like, wow. Okay. That could, that was Awesome. I have to watch that back eventually. So love this stuff. Couldn't sing the praises of this uh, anymore. And I see the internet says Will Ospreay's broke, but his gear looks real good. So I don't know. He's broke? Ever since Seth Rollins called him poor, the internet always calls him. Oh, okay. <laughs> we did do a GoFundMe for his like mom's van or something, didn't he? Huh. Nice. Is it, did his mom get the van? He could have just borrowed Trent's if he wasn't being such a dick to him. <laughs> <laughs> I think his mom's name's Sue as well. Whoa. I think it's Sue Ospreay. That's crazy. Interesting. He could have a Sue in every corner. <laughs> a Sue in every corner match. <laughs> uh, after the match, there's a bit of a brawl with um, the United Empire guys and FTR when uh, Cash comes out. When Orange Cassidy's music hits, the Pixies hit. Oh, that's always a good to hear that. He comes down and face-to-face with Will Ospreay one-on-one. Which uh, eventually they do announce that this is the match happening at Forbidden Door, and it's it instantly. I instantly went, "Huh, that's not exactly where I thought we'd go." But wow, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, I think it. I was expecting something bigger for Osprey. Yeah, but then uh, n- no disrespect to Trent, but it felt like that was the direction they were going, and I was like, "Really?" Mm-hmm. I think. Casty is an upgrade from that. 100%. Um, and should be an interesting match. Should be a really good match. Um, but I am like a bit, hmm, there are other people I feel I'd like to see Osprey face. 
Um, we haven't but, seen Orange either for a while. No. Yeah. yeah, so this was a good return. He's, he's back from his injury. Uh, weird seeing him standing with FTR, like Dax was doing the lazy thumb. Yeah. I'm just, like, still kind of getting used to this babyface, like, FTR thing. Sure, but sure. the fact that even babyface FTR would hang out with Orange Cassidy feels weird to me. Well, they saved, he saved them. So, so the, uh, FTR chaos now as well? No, they're in. They have their foot in. Oh, I mean, Punk left, so they got to find new friends. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. Uh, well, I, I love the match. I like the. I, I like the setup. Of course, there's a lot of other people that we we speculate. Oh, dream match. You know, who, who's Osprey going to face? But uh, Orange Cassidy versus Osprey is an interesting matchup. So I mean, they could have booked Orange Cassidy versus Suzuki, but they're cowards. I mean, are they just waiting for GCW? Yeah, GCW do they still have dibs that. on that. <laughs> yeah, do they I have tickets to that show? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a dream match. But I, this could bang. I, I could go with that. We go to John Moxley promo talking about how he's hunted down everyone in New Japan, the big game like Naito, Suzuki, and Ishii, and mentions Tanahashi's the guy that's been on his radar and he's looking for him, and they're going to have a face to face. We see some Kevin Kelly. Yeah, shout out Kevin Kelly. Love his New Japan calls. And, well, we get to this segment, which is John Moxley and Tanahashi face-to-face. And John Moxley cuts a huge promo on him, talks about how you say you're the ace, but not for long. And that I am the best wrestler on this planet, and I play for keeps. So, Tanahashi's son, after Forbidden Door, you're going to call me the ace. And it looks like Tanahashi is just itching to say something. Because he keeps trying to grab the mic when he thinks Moxley's done. But then Moxley's like, no, I'm not. And then finally he grabs the mic and Chris Jericho's music hits. Yeah, first of all, I thought this this video package uh, beforehand with Mox promoting this match and this promo from Mox um, helped, really helped elevate this match for me. Um, it, and it's done a good build in, what, a week's notice, really. Sure. Uh, so I liked it. Mox is always great on the mic, but uh, I thought that was awesome. But then we don't get Tanahashi's reply. Not yet. Chris Jericho comes out. Again, he's here. And he's now with Hager and Sammy and Tay. Yeah. Ty Conti. I always say Tay because that's how I spell it in my notes. <laughs> Ty Conti. And, well, Jericho's like, hey, what's, why, why, why do you get this shot at the championship? The only reason you won that was because I wasn't here last week. That, that was my opportunity and you stole it from me. And I, I'm the one who should be the champion. And Moxley's just like, what? And Tanahashi has the mic, so he says, Jericho, shut up. So now it's a big brawl. And I started being like, hey, wait, who's that guy? Oh, wait, who's who's this guy? And so, it- yeah, Lance Archer and El Desperado <laughs> run out from Suzuki Gun huh. to join in the attack on uh, on Mox. If you ever are at home, like, playing, I don't know, like, a drinking game, a smoking, any, like, bingo card of AEW, my favorite thing in the past, like, think, it's three years of this show, but how many times has Excalibur had to be like, that, that, that that's Desperado from, from New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's always like, that. hey, that's such Trying and such from, yeah. like, yeah, okay, well, like, why did Desperado need to debut in a beatdown well, when it, he's then not even wait, announced in the gets, match. Okay, we'll finish the set. It gets fucking weirder. So Despy's out here with Lance. Then uh, Wheeler Yuta run out. I don't... They mention Sh- Shotaru Mino later. Sorry. But, <laughs> no, see, you're getting ahead of yourself. No. Well, no, I'm trying to think. Who, Wheeler runs out to join yeah. the, like, the fight. Then yeah. you've got like, Blackpool Combat Club and stuff. And then Jericho gets on the mic and 
says that it's going to be Jericho, Suzuki, and Sammy Guevara taking on Wheeler Yuta, Shota Umino, and Eddie Kingston at Forbidden Door. I'm like, but Suzuki wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, so what's the... Why is Desperado so think, debuting here? I, I think it would... The thing is, this is on a show that, like, a lot of its hardcore audience do kind of know what's going on. But it's... To other people... And I watch New Japan as well, but it's... I think it's... Because these are Suzuki Gun, we're meant to see these guys, like with United Empire the other week. Yeah. We see Cobb and Okan and our thought is... Oh, Osprey must be on his way. I think that's what they're trying to do here. But you're doing it with debuting people to most of this audience. Yeah, and it's like, and Despy's great. Like, I'm, I'm imagining why is Despy not announced? I'm sure they like taped some stuff for Rampage, like kind of like they did for the other guys. But yeah, this was so messy. And like the, again, like this is like it's a, you say Forbidden Door. I'm expecting a whole card apart from they do announce a women's match later. But a whole card of New Japan versus AEW. And this is an AEW guy and an AEW guy with a New Japan guy versus an AEW guy, an AEW guy, and, like, a junior. You know? Like, it doesn't sound great. No, it doesn't sound definitely like one of the big dream matches. But I think it could still be a good match. I'm looking at it like with positive, like positive side. Half isn't Shota Umino uh, Mox's like young boy? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, I don't have the issue with that because yeah, that that was a pretty fun story actually, and I think that if brought to light could be good on TV. Mm. But you didn't do that. You just had Jericho say this guy's name that not a lot of people would know if you don't know that. And it's starting to get like. <sighs> I think it's it's getting a little messy as well, trying to promote Forbidden Door, which is days after... Um, sorry, Blood and Guts. Yeah. days after Forbidden You're Door. You're trying to do both things. You're trying to do a lot of things, and they're trying to tie the feud together by having it like Mox and Kingston and Jericho, but it just... I don't know what I'm supposed to think. Like, you're trying to build... This, this segment should have been purely Mox and Tanner. Yeah, you and just... And you could have set this up yeah. some other way. Yeah, it was um, so weird that they set, set this it. up after the hair versus hair thing earlier. Very odd somehow. that they set this up. It, I thought it dampened the Mox Tana thing. Yeah, because that got me hyped, and now it's it was an afterthought to this. I I thought this segment was pretty a bit of a mess. Yeah, didn't really uh, care, care for that one. And as you said, like Excalibur weird. just ex- trying to explain everything, and then this match is announced, and you're like, "What? Su- Suzuki wasn't even there." So Jericho also says that Sammy and and Ty. Tire now in the Jericho Appreciation yeah. Society. And then goes, oh, and then these guys are on loan. They're not in the thing, but they're just here. Despy. It's like, okay. Weird. It's Tanahashi then says, what, shut up? He did. I, yeah, man. I, it's really strange. I didn't get me hyped for the pay-per-view no. really at all. We get a video for Darby Allen. He's mad at Kyle O'Reilly for almost murdering him in the ring and says he wants revenge. But Fish, he's going to get revenge on him for what he did to Sting. He's going to break his leg. Mm. I think this is on Rampage. This match is announced. Darby versus Fish. So that could be pretty fun. I'd be interested in yeah. that. Rampage has been having some good stuff on it, honestly. I've been checking it out like the day after or whatever, and it's only an hour. It really flies by. Uh, a lot of good wrestling. Well, we go to Tony Storm, who's cutting a promo. She's got a match against Britt Baker, and she says, Britt, you're a dentist, so I know you're smart, but you must know I'm not stupid. And I'm I'm not falling for all your your silly little tricks. And tonight, after I beat you, Tony's going to go on to be world champ. Tony time. 
Tony's time. It's Tony time. Yeah, quick little promo there. Yeah, she, she's getting a, a bit better for me, mm. um, both in ring and on mic. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We go to the All-Atlantic Fatal 4-Way Qualifying Eliminator match. The winner of this goes into the Fatal 4-Way match at the Forbidden Door. Yeah. And, well, we get we get Canada versus Bulgaria here. Team Canada, let's go, baby. Hamilton. I might have misheard, but I'm pretty sure Dasha said, originally born in Bulgaria. Nice. Like, originally born? Just, you're born in... You're just born in Bulgaria. Originally, he... <laughs> originally, he was born in Bulgaria. Then he was born in huh. Russia. Right. <laughs> then he was born over here. No. Okay. Well, it's Bulgaria versus Canada. This was weird when Excalibur was he trying to explain everything that was going oh, on here? Oh boy! Like Excalibur, we always we well, always, we didn't mention last week that the crazy rundowns is just insane. It, it's it makes me feel like I'm like a glitch in the matrix. It's it's so he goes so fast. Well, but today he was trying to explain because there's matches going on in New Japan. He's as talking well, about the, and he's New like, Japan strong. Hey, Ishii's gonna face this one guy, and then this other guy. Like he's trying to explain this, and it's like, guys, we know it's Ishii. Can we not just say it's Ishii? Yeah. Like announce it. You haven't announced shit for this pay per view. Just the announce, in, like, just announce days, Ishii, just so the 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 fans that know him can be excited. But instead, you're like having him fight what Honma or something. What is it? There's Honma. There's uh, there's Clark Connors. Clark Kent. Yes. And crazy Kanemaru. So I think it's Ishii Kanemaru and Clark uh, Clark Kent. Clark Connors. You got me doing it. Okay. Well, against Honma, and then the winner of this. Of them will face each other. To oh wait, face this. and then don't there's forget like two rounds. And then. then don't forget that there's the winner of Penta versus Malachi Black. Yeah. as well. Just great, good stuff. Well, Canada versus Bulgaria here. Ethan Page has been doing a great week of uh, like social media trying to t- taunt him. He's released a shirt like Miro, you're gonna pray to me and stuff like that. Like I'll redeem you. Uh, Miro though, early on, obviously seen some of the stuff and. Ethan pissed him off. So Miro just starts slapping him around. Ethan's playing kind of the chicken shit heel, kind of trying to avoid him. When Miro finally gets entangled in the ropes and just starts doing like the almost 10 beats of the Baron here, just cl- clubbing Ethan Page here. 
Eventually, though, Ethan slingshots back into the ring with a huge cutter for a near fall and then grabs the hands of Miro and puts them together in, like, the praying motion and says, Miro, you're going to pray to me. Pray to me. And Miro just gets pissed at this and just starts doing these headbutts and overhead throws. The first one just looked like he destroyed Ethan Page, just crushing him in half. A thrust kick, and then he yells, game over, and locks in the camel clutch, game over, recliner, bends it back. Ethan Page taps out immediately, and Miro advances. Yeah, I, I, Miro's great. I love just seeing him throw people around. Um Page, I kind of wanted another gear from this because I do like Ethan Page and I think the two are probably capable of something even better. But they wanted to have Miro just kind of dominate him. Um, JR putting over Page a lot in commentary as well. They're clearly like quite high yeah, on him. Yeah. So that's like, I kind of wanted a bit more, but it was good for what it was. And I think no one really expected any other outcome for this. Yeah. And we're going to get the huge Ishii Miro standoff mm. in the match when there's all these other guys flying around, Pac and Malachi Black flying around, and the two hosses kind of face-to-face. Yeah. We get a big reaction, I think. Um, yeah, I, I like this. It was quick and sweet, but it was what it was. Like, you knew this was the outcome. I, I love Miro, man. He's definitely become, like, he went from definitely, like, just this, like, afterthought of a character. It's just a complete different person. I, I love the... I can't see, wait to see kind of where he goes down the line, like, in, in a year, in two years. Where could he be main event? material mm-hmm. for aw would you want to see him as world champ one day i think he's something future? that you can put there at any point yeah like um, rocket it right away yeah. for a quick yeah i think so i think in i think in a few months i think in a few we got still things going on but yeah one day for sure we go to eliminator match i guess in a way because the winner of this gets a shot at thunder rosa yes at the forbidden door yes which is later revealed tony storm versus Britt baker love tony storm's barracuda theme it's literally heart barracuda with just different words, and it's a banger. Uh, Britt Baker's got her entourage. She's got Hater and Rebel, who are doing Hater and Rebel things already early in the match, which then Thunder Rosa runs out to scare off Jamie Hater, but Rebel's still there, I think. Rebel's like, ah, I'm fine. Yeah, we'll just chill here. It's okay. Uh, so Rosa just chasing her off. Tony, ever since this happened, is now in control and beats down on Britt Baker, hits a DDT in the ring, and then Britt rolls to the outside, and Tony flips to the outside and hits a diving tornado DDT onto the floor, which was just brutal. Mm. looked awesome. There's then Tony dragging Britt back in the ring. She eventually gets Britt into the corner for her high-speed hip attack, high-speed ass attack to the head of of Brit and this looked like it knocked her out and that's exactly what it looks like because Brit starts selling as if she is Rocked. like concussed almost here the ref is checking on her hater is like not sure what's happening me watching I'm totally like oh my god I think she's hurt that looks like it really hurt and well it's just the great selling of DMD Brit Baker as she gets an inside cradle but hater kicks out wonderful selling from Brit I totally bid but this pissed off Tony, even though she... Because earlier in the promo, she said, I'm not stupid, and therefore fell for this. Pisses Tony off, shows Britt she's definitely not stupid, and spikes Britt Baker with the Storm Zero sit-out pile driver. One, two, three. Barracuda. Tony Storm beats Britt Baker. Yeah, I really got into this, actually. Um, I thought the the fake-out with the like being rocked, playing possum, was awesome. Britt got me as well. Um 
which made for a great similar to the you know the Hurricane spot in the Jericho match yeah. at the beginning. Like I bid on that, and then she hits her with that swinging neck breaker that she's put so many people away with. Yeah. So I bit on that as well. I love that spike pile driver. How it just almost comes out of nowhere. She just Tony just falls into it. Love it. Um, yeah, I really like this. Um, both both are kind of hot and I'm hot and cold on both these women. Um, but the last couple of weeks, Tony's like impressed with her singles, and I thought this was good. So Forbidden Door, the women's match we're getting here because there's there's no New Japan women. You could do Stardom something down the line, maybe perhaps that would be pretty awesome. But we are getting Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm, yeah, on the pay per view. So yeah, that could be pretty good. What's the deal with all this Thunder Rosa sandbag and stuff? We saw the the match last week. I just thought Marina Shafir was just beating her up, being rough around the edges. But now the internet's everyone Twitter. Yeah, saying, I mean everyone's. Like, sending that one tweet, that one gif around. Where yeah. It's like a suplex spot and she doesn't go up right away. Yeah. Um, I'd need to watch the whole match again to see if I notice anything else. But I don't know. Rumors. Yeah. Uh, I think the match could bang if given the, the time. I don't know if you'd give the... I don't know if there's any merit to these things. And I don't know if that would alter, you know, maybe Thunder Rosa losing the title. You think? Tony Storm. I mean, Tony kind of could do with it. I think they brought her in. She felt like a big star. And then I felt it went cold quite quickly. Yeah. Um, so I didn't think it was right for her being knocked out in the, I thought she should have won the Owen to be honest. And then gone from winning the Owen to. Yeah. Cause here she's beating, beating Brit who won that. Who won the Owen. Yeah. <laughs> and I, sure. I think Brit's already made here, you know, she yeah. can ha- have a bit of a backseat and heat up that feud with Jamie Hayter. You can always go to that whenever. For sure. Um, but I think Tony needed that momentum, and I think the momentum. Who am I? Yeah. Uh, but I think the. By God. She should have won the Owen and gone for this. I think this match could be good, though. Yeah, so I'm, I do. I'm hyped. We get Stokely backstage. He's talking about how he's going to make his Rampage debut on commentary, which sounds great. Great talker. When Willow Nightingale walks by, and basically she's going to step in as the challenge for Jade. Uh, should Willow join the the whole baddie section here? Is that what this was getting at? He that's uh, Stokely invited her, didn't he? So come on, join the baddie section. I want to be in the baddies. Yeah, I want to be in the baddie section. I just I, th- I think that's the thing they want people like you know if you don't want to do something like they want you to do it. Whereas if right. we're eager, maybe they'll be like, no, they're too eager. You so want to be in the so baddie section. We don't want to be in the baddie section. We don't want to be in the baddie section because if you say we don't, we might. You know. Trust me, you don't want none of this shit. I think I want some of this shit. I think I do want to be in the batty section. Cut the shit. <laughs> I don't know how Jade went from not being on my list of favorite things on TV to definitely being one of my favorites. Yeah, she she was wasn't missed, even on she TV. Was missed this she week. was missed this week, so cut the shit in honor of Jade. But yeah. We go to Hangman, Adam Page. He comes down to the ring. Cowboy shit not being cut here. He has a microphone. He says that he cut a promo and he talked about how he wanted the match with the title and he wanted the match with Okada, but Kazuchika Okada lost the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. He says, however, the sentiment has not changed and the challenge still stands when he's interrupted. Adam Cole comes out on the ramp and says, hey, uh, first of all, congrats to my so, boy. Sorry, first of all, last week we had um, Wardlow be like, I didn't even want the AEW interim <laughs> title. Yeah. I don't even want that. It's not real. It's, it doesn't matter. It's made up. 
then you've got just a bunch of jobbers being put in a battle royal to go for that title potentially. And now you've got Hangman going, I don't even want the title. I just wanted to face Okada. Uh, it sounded, no, it sounded like he wanted to challenge Jay White is what he was going to say. Well, we'll never know. It's the, it's the spinning top, isn't it? It's the Inception spinning top. We'll never know. Yeah. I felt he was saying, like, I know you're not champ, but you and me still. Hmm. Yeah, we won't know because Adam Cole says, hey, first of all, congrats to Jay White. But yeah, uh, Hangman, you're not facing Jay White because Adam Cole is facing Jay White in a super showdown of friends in the Super Elite and the Bullet Club. And, well, Hangman, you're not facing Okada either because Okada isn't even going to be there. Ah. And everyone else watching this, a lot of people just found other plans for that Sunday night. <laughs> um, I wouldn't go. No, that. I'm joking. Uh, I'm just, I know a lot of people would be like, wait, is this them trying to tell us that he's literally not going to yeah, be on the show? Yeah, that's kind of how I took it. Yeah. I mean, this show's soon. Like, if you're going to announce an Okada match... What, you're going to do it on Rampage next week, right before the show? It's going to be like Hangman's going to be in the crowd like John Cena at that yeah. one WrestleMania. And then, and then, and then TK's going to come over. John, John. Uh, uh, you just hear the coin flip. He's sound. here. Get, i got to get my gear. <laughs> he gives his beard to the fans. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, if Adam Cole says Okada's not going to be there, so literally Okada, either like he's telling the truth or Okada shows up next I mean, week. means a heel. But yeah, like, so he, maybe he's lying. Yeah, I'm just at the point I want to know what the matches yeah, are. Can we just know what show. the matches are? Holy. Okay, so it gets even weirder. So, yeah, this show is on one here. Adam Cole says, look, you're not getting him. But you know what? Let's bring out the new IWGP champion. And out comes Jay White. Well, his music hits, but Jay White doesn't walk out. Instead, he attacks Hangman in the ring from behind, beats him up, with, hits him with the Blade Runner, grabs a mic and says he's the catalyst of professional wrestling and says... He, he, that hangman couldn't even beat Punk. You lost. You're a loser. And the times we fought, well, it's two to one for the Switchblade. And I'm not going to be giving you the title shot at the pay-per-view. And Adam Cole's looking all cocky like, oh, yeah. And he says, and actually, Adam, it's not going to be you either. I'm not giving anyone a shot for this. I hold the prize. I hold the power, which means the whole world is going to breathe with the Switchblade. And Adam Cole's just like, hey, 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 Jay, what do you... Jay, wait, what do you... I thought Adam Cole looked like a geek at the end here with him just being like, hey, what do you mean I'm not getting a shot? What? He's Adam Cole. He could be like, uh, excuse me, what's, what are you talking about? Like, wouldn't you have a more of a like a backbone? Well, yeah. Usually he does. He's the character who's usually running his mouth. So I thought it was a little backseat. He's had a bit of a... Oh, he won the Owen, didn't he? But... No, I know what you mean. I think that was the intention, though, to make Jay look like... Bigger boss. He's the big boss. He's the... The big bad, and it was, yeah, looking bigger than Adam Cole. He's the champion here. He's higher in the rankings in Bullet Club. So, I mean, we're But getting, again, what's the fucking match? Hangman Jay White is what I would imagine. Now it sounds like it is going to be this triple threat. Yeah, I think which it is. is weird. Yeah. Which doesn't really do it for me. Uh, I, I will say, I think Jay White sounds uh, like he belongs in this kind of promotion. You know, yeah. he sounds so confident. Um I think he's a really great heel. Um, Did you hear that promo from the yeah the, after the match with Okada? But just see, seeing him here on Dynamite, it just felt right. I think. Yeah, he he definitely suited this environment. 
He does. And same with Will Ospreay. Yeah. Uh, he was he was fantastic as well. Uh, hell, uh, thinking back, Suzuki just put, you just hire Suzuki full time whenever he wrestles here. He always fit in with some of the matches. But yeah, uh, Jay White fits in good. Uh, I I'm like it, it's so apparent when it's like okay, there's Okada's gonna have a baby. Okay, now he's facing Jay White. It's like okay, they're clearly subbing in their B guy now to be the, the fill spot. It always seems well, that way. Doing the G one, yeah. So I okay, don't know so what this. He's not giving but birth that's, to the but baby. But that's still like in two months or something like that, I guess, right? Yeah, but his baby's due in August. Oh, okay. So that has nothing to do with that. No. Oh, okay. No, so, so like, it's just, I don't know. It's, so what's Okada? Is he hurt or something? Like, weird. It's something, something's weird. Like, I, I just hate the booking of this show so far. Of yeah. This, of this forbidden door. It yeah. should be something I'm excited about and think about going. And it's just, yeah, they're not really, not really delivering for me. Yeah, I mean, the second they announced something that this is happening, everyone, including us, went off. Okay, here are these dream matches. Are we going to get this? Is it going to be this? And just Like kinda... Danielson, Zack Sabre Jr. was teased again this week, but no mention of that on this show. Man, Zack Sabre Jr. saying that Brian Danielson's busy playing golf with the Blackpool Country Club yeah. was top fucking chirps. Like, <laughs> why we should be having that, like, a replay of that instead of, Dante Martin and Matt Seidel promoting literally, a match I've already yeah. forgotten about. Yeah. Literally, you, know? you just needed to like, promote sorry, that. Sorry, we yeah. need to... Why didn't you just air that? Yeah, if that match just is happening... Just air it, like a highlighted version of that. So to go, weird. all right, so we're probably... We haven't got the graphic yet, but you normally go, it's probably going to be this, probably going to be that. Just but announce it. Just announce it. Just announce it. Brian's not back until like next week or something, but like you could have had something. Any, just the graphic and people will go, wow, this match is actually happening, but... That's not the case. But yeah, the promo from Zack Sabre Jr. that was kind of making the rounds everywhere was just brilliant. And I think he, that match will happen. And I think that will be the match that I, I think I'm lo- most looking forward to. Techn- who's the best technical wrestler? That should be the main event. <laughs> yeah, that's my main event for yeah. sure. Uh, I did skip over a Matt Seidel, Dante Martin promo. but uh, like I, I genuinely can't remember what they were <laughs> what they're promoting? Yeah. yeah. Well, they're promoting that. Uh, I think it's Dante Martin's going to go one on one with John Moxley. Okay. On Rampage. So Dante Martin's. Gonna We've die. seen that before. Oh, was it in the tag? We saw that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That'd uh, be al- good. Also announced for Rampage: Jade versus Willow, Darby versus Fish, and Gun Club with Max Caster in action. Ooh, is Max Caster going to rap about Vince McMahon? I bet TK's like, yeah, you can go off tonight. Yeah. <laughs> go it's nuts. after 10. Go like, nuts. Sure. Go ham, bro. Uh, yeah, and, well, we go to our main event here. It's a ladder match, but I'm calling it a TLC match because there's literally tables and ladders and chairs, oh my, everywhere here at ringside. This was supposed to be the triple threat. Obviously, the news with Jeff Hardy and everything. This is now a two-on-two uh AEW Tag Team Championship on the line. Jurassic Express defending against the Young Bucks. And you just know this is going to be exactly what it is on the tin. Just chaos here. There's a crazy Rana sequence when Nick Jackson does like the rope jump into the arm drag. But then Jungle Boy does that move too. So he counters that and then hits a high crazy Rana. And this is off the ladder now as well. So it's jumping on the ropes, jumping on the ladder. And then not to be outdone, Luchasaurus starts doing some crazy stuff. Kip-ups and moonsaults, a crossbody off a ladder. There's then the locomotion from Matt Jackson off a ladder onto a ladder. And then more crazy Ranas. There's one Rana from, I think, Jungle Boy sending 
Nick through a table. There's then Jungle Boy getting powerbombed through another table. There's a Canadian destroyer from the apron into the ring on Luchasaurus. And then a crazy 450, but Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, sorry, moves out of the way. And Matt Jackson does a 450 through a table. Sorry, that's probably Nick knowing who does the 450s. But both of them. Just yeah. crazy. Just nonsense. nonsense. They go to picture-in-picture. Picture. This is definitely one of the craziest picture-in-pictures ever because <laughs> this is just them doing all sorts of crazy They're shit. They're setting up all the shit for you see them doing the commercials. Yeah. So you've just seen these ladders and tables <laughs> getting stacked on tables. It's like a whole pyramid scheme of tables on the outside. And then you got Matt doing like the holding Jungle Boy on the ladder while Nick's doing a swanton onto him onto it. It's just cr- crazy. Never forget, though, that one lucha, one like eight-man tag with the Bucks. There was a picture-in-picture picture with a destroyer onto, like, everyone. Right. That was probably the craziest picture-in-picture. Picture. But, yeah, this one was up there. When we come back, there's Jungle Boy in control. He does a moonsault into the ring to both bucks, but caught upside down with a double super kick. Luchasaurus is in. He's hitting his choke slams and moonsaults and everything. There's then a, all these tables set up ringside, just like TLC2, where all the, the setups of the contraptions and stuff. When they tease... Whoever climbs that ladder, you think they're getting pushed off. So you're like almost like getting teased of who's going to be the one to take this huge bump. bump here. When there's a crazy poison Rana from Jungle Boy here, best move ever. There's then an elbow from like Matt Jackson to the outside through Luchasaurus through a table. This was crazy. There's then a BTE trigger they tease on the top of the ladder. Yeah, I love this. Uh, said there, there was the callback to TLC2 with... All four on on top yeah, of the ladders yeah. doing it, and as but they don't do the spot through these tables, which seem far away. Yeah. I'm watching this ladder going. I don't know if you're making that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the tease of the BT trigger on top of the ladders. We got to see that one day. What would you that even look like? You would just fall. How, if how you, you hit, not fall yeah, off? you would just fall if you did this. So actually, we're probably more so saved. Uh, eventually. There's then the spot where Luchasaurus is the one on the giant ladder, and unfortunately, he's the one who takes it. Ah. He gets shoved off and goes flying. It looked like he landed pretty perfectly. Yeah, I thought it looked quite fun. I hope he's, he's okay. He's down, and then he turned, so he went, took it all on his back. <sighs> Jeez, Just you're like, still falling like backwards. He's falling on pillows. That's like, what, almost 20 feet tall, and yeah. you're falling backwards? This is a big guy. Crazy-looking well. spot. I jumped out of my seat. There's then... The Bucks hitting the isolating Jungle Boy with the BTE trigger. They both climb the ladders. Nick Jackson just a bloody mess. Blood streaming from his nose all over his face. They grab the titles. Nick, wasn't it? Yeah, Nick Nick, was Nick bloody, Jackson, yeah. yeah. And the Young Bucks are now two-time AEW. Two-time, first ever. First ever two-time AEW tag team champions. But, wow, what a what a war. What a fight. Just chaos, craziness. Yeah, really great ladder match. Um, I I get a bit sick of ladder matches because we see them a lot, but I actually thought um, I really enjoyed this one. I thought the I liked how everyone was constantly trying to get the titles. You know, a lot of the silly, the, a lot of the big spots. It wasn't. I never went. Why didn't you just grab the titles? Yeah, which I do in so many ladder matches where you're there, you've won the match. Now I'll hit a swanton. I'll hit an elbow drop through a table. I thought. They were actually playing, like, trying to grab it pretty well. 
in this. Does that make sense? No, no. Yeah. You're, you're like, and then, but they still delivered with these crazy spots as yeah. well. Uh, yeah. That's been an issue we've seen. Like a lot of the, you know, like talented, super talented young guys doing these multi-man ladder matches, especially indies or like, I'm thinking like NXT UK, that one stuck out where there's so many spots you're just doing to do the thing. You're not following the actual like story of what this Trying match would, would be. Yeah. yeah. Here, they definitely, of course, you're exactly. setting up your stuff, but at the same time, you're literally trying to win. And the Bucks being the heels, they're like, we're going to kill you so we know how to win this. And I thought smart taking out Luchasaurus because then you're like, oh, Jungle Boy, you're dead. Yeah. Um, I I really, really thought this was yeah. Stand up. one of the best ladder matches I, I've seen for a while. Exactly. Like I, I said, my match of the night was probably the, the match earlier. But then thinking back to this, I'm like, this is, this is like such a memorable thing. And this is definitely a match you could show your friends who don't really like mm. wrestling. And they'd be like, what, what did I just watch? Because that's how this, this was just uh, definitely a special ladder match here. Both teams killed it. And you know what? You could do this again two years, rematch this. And they would one up it even more, one hundred percent. I love this. Well, I yeah, see it with the Luch brothers involved as well. <sighs> Gee, yeah, I kind of secretly I wish they added the Lucha Bros to that match uh, when they pulled the Hardys, but this was just awesome. And you will get that. Think of all the crazy teams in any in any iteration. You could do this, but awesome, awesome stuff. But it wasn't the end of the show. The logo comes up. No, wait, that was NXT with the logo. I feel like they did do the logo. <laughs> After the match, jo- I mean, Luchasaurus is just taken out through all those tables. Uh, we get the doctor here helping Jungle Boy exit the ring, and Christian's like, yeah, I'll help, I'll help. So the doctor goes out well, the ring Christian first. Christian first has been checking on Luchasaurus yeah. and kind of helping ice him and stuff. Yeah. He's there for him. So Christian goes back in the ring, and he's helping Jungle Boy. But as soon as the doctor kind of leaves the ring, Christian Pulls Jungle Boy back into the ring, hits the unprettier. I'm not calling it a kill switch. It's an unprettier. It's an unprettier. Hits the unprettier to a sea of booze. Yes, it finally happened. Christian Cage has turned on his 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 young protege, his young boy, Jungle Boy, his young Jungle Boy, his young Jungle Boy. I all and you knew it was going to happen from day one, especially as of late with that hug. Yeah, <laughs> and they've. They've left it, like, long enough, Yeah, I think. I When they first paired these guys together, I'm like, why is Christian with Jurassic Express? This is right. weird. And then it, it kind of worked. Yeah. It kind of fit. I thought they were going to go to this six months ago. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was executed perfectly. Because they, they also did... We've seen the teases where he's hugging him and you think he's going to do the turn. Exactly. And doing it again here, it's like, ah, they could just be teasing us a little bit more. But finally did it. Hits the unprettier, poses there, just stands there looking like a dick, then leaves the ring, grabs two chairs. We've heard this song before. It's a Christian concerto to Jungle Boy. Damn near look like, I don't know how this... It looked snug. This had to be... I don't know how they do this movie. In front of his mom and sister. His family is there or something. Yeah, Jungle Boy's family's there. Just a menace, this guy. Christian Cage, then... Then Christian, apparently after the feed cut, a lot of people on Twitter are saying that Christian went to his his mom and said, you raised a piece of shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, what a great ending to this this show. I love Christian turning on Jungle Boy. Like you said, though, we knew it was coming for quite a long time, but uh, lo- absolutely love this. Yeah. Uh, I Yeah. I, I love the closing angle. Um I mean, the, the Forbidden Door uh, show, obviously, we're not going to get Christian Jungle Boy, but whatever. I think you need to milk this. Don't let can, this match happen. Can you... I mean, it's... 
you can't... September's a while away. That's the next pay-per-view? That's all out, yeah. Okay, blood and guts, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah, got a concerto. I mean, he shouldn't I, I be on feel, TV for I feel it's a shame there's not a pay-per-view kind of July, August. Because it feels like, okay, he's just done the turn. Yeah. We probably need to... We've got a bit of juice in, like, storytelling before we just do the match. It's, I mean, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus could sit out for a few weeks. They just took the biggest loss. I mean, of actually, career. yeah, Jungle Boy, yeah, and he's just had his concerto. He so, should yeah. be out for a few weeks. Yeah, uh, but when that match happens, definite. Uh, should no, be I a thought big they match. did it really well. Yeah, and and Christian did the turn great. He looked J- Jr's call at the end was great. What like did he this, say? Well, just like this sick bastard. son of a bitch, all of that. Creepy stuff. little bastard. Yeah, I thought he was great. Um, I, I Look, I had to dig out my Christian Cage shirt uh, today, the Christian WWE shirt. I, I used to love this guy, Toronto boy, of course, got a, got a rep, but he was always such a good bad guy. He's so good. He's so much fun to hate. I always loved that about him. The instant classic Papa Peep here, the Captain Charisma. I'm hyped for this heel turn. Um Jungle Boy match will be good. We're going to have... Luchasaurus is going to be pissed. He's going to want to fight him. I think you get that match before you get Jungle Boy match to kind of wet your whistle. Yep. Tease it. And he'll and be... And Christian will then take him out. Yeah. Concerto. Yeah. Damn. Pull yeah. the mask off. Like, I know it's like... You could you could be like, oh, it's so TNA. They're going back to Christian and, and he had his whole run there. But I thought that it was executed properly. The older... And he looks great still. So, yeah, he's, yeah. And can still go... Like, I think this... No, this is a perfect feud for, for Jungle Boy. Uh, yeah. Something to get his teeth into. Um, this episode had a lot of good wrestling and and some stuff that I really loved. Like I definitely singing the praises of Ma, uh, sorry Osprey versus Dax just blew my mind. And same goes with that ladder match. That tag team ladder match will definitely be talked about for a long time as well. AEW do pretty good ladder matches, and the Bucks uh, going forward with the tag titles opens a lot of things up. I think. To do that, you could do them in the Forbidden Door with the Good Brothers or something like mm-hmm. I don't know who, who's who. We there's Bucks being champs here opens the door for a lot of challengers that we have in AEW going forward. So I think it makes things a bit more interesting. It's yeah, a good like, and it what helps. Is, what's the Forbidden Door Bucks match? Yeah. Like that's I I agree. I Kenny thought, Omega. I thought the wrestling was great on uh, on this show. The I loved the Dax Harwood Osprey match. I loved the main event. And I'm loving, you know, the build to Blood and Guts. Yeah. These other things. I am not loving this build to Forbidden Door at all. Um, and I thought that was the, the low points on the show for me. I, I do feel the show has, as enjoyable as it is, has felt a bit messy the last few weeks. It, it really does. Maybe they're juggling a lot of stuff. Um, so... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we have Forbidden Door, John Moxley, Tanahashi. We have the four way All Atlantic title thing. We got the Jericho, Sammy, and Suzuki versus Kingston, Yuta, and Shota. We got Osprey versus Orange Cassidy. It's for the IWGP US title. So that's cool. Orange Cassidy can get that. Which he didn't have with him. Yeah, it's because he hasn't gotten it back yet. There's oh, a reason something is juice. Juice is ill. There's something why he doesn't have it, yeah. Right. And okay. his whole thing right now is New Japan screwing him, so it's kind right. of goes along with the gimmick. Uh, and then Thunder Rosa, Tony Storm has been announced as well. So we obviously we all are hoping by the time you listen to this, maybe they announce there's some way, some shape, or form next week. Mm. Danielson, Zack Saber Jr. I think it's exactly how I'd be happy if the whole next week episode was just Excalibur slowly telling us what the card is. 
<laughs> just reading out the card. Yeah, slowly. just read out the card slowly. Yeah, tell us what it is and we'll, we'll be hyped. We'll be like, all right, we'll see you next week. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I do think you'll get Kenny Omega showing up with Don Callis like RVD and uh, who was who was RVD with? Uh, Alfonso at ECW yeah. on Nightstand. And Kenny's going to come out. You should begin to cast in your wheelchair being like, I, this is I all because be of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe he shows up. Yeah, it does feel a bit like that, you know, with Kenny, with yeah. Punk, with potentially Okada not being on this show. Yeah. It feels like, yeah, cool. I'm sure it's going to be a good show. Like, I'm, I'm sure the wrestling is going to be great come Forbidden Door. But I don't feel like it's the Forbidden Door we wanted. Yeah. But maybe it's the Forbidden Door we all need. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I'm still hyped. We're still going to watch it. Still going to chat about it. I'm sure it'll be an awesome show. AEW pay-per-views definitely have been uh, awesome uh, to to watch. But yeah, that was Dynamite this week. Lots of some, some strange build to the thing. But honestly, the wrestling is why I watch wrestling. And the wrestling hit for me tonight. Absolutely love that stuff. I need to see more Will Ospreay. Uh, on AEW because he's he's killing it. He's he has had quite a good year, I'd say, because he started off with that match with Okada, which was just awesome, and he's just been killing it too. But uh, yeah, and then so they what they announced another Aussie Open ma- match, I think, as was well. Was it Aussie Open Osprey versus uh, FTR and Orange? Was it okay? Yeah, FTR and Orange, or Wait, was it Trent? No, and- Trent Trent Rocky and Orange. Right. Yeah. yeah cool. The best friends. The best yeah. friends. Uh, yeah, so we'll be back next week chatting all about some some Dynamite and some some Forbidden Door eventually. And then we're going to be in Detroit for for Blood and Guts. If any listeners are out there, let us know if there's any cool bars to go to before the show. Maybe grab a, a pint or anything. There's your, your call out there for Detroit fans. So Yeah, I would love to meet you. Yeah. Anyone in uh, in Detroit for, for that show. Going to the Little Caesars Arena. It looks like there's going to be a lot of people there. I'm excited. I'm going to have to have some Little Caesars at the Little Caesars nice. Arena. Nice. nice. Never had it. People don't say good things, but I still like the commercials are good. So wait, your plan is to have me. Little Caesars at the Little Caesars? Yeah. That's not a bad idea, you know? Yeah. That's a good, you could, something you could yeah. always tell give me, people. Give me food recommendations. I want to go to the Smoothie King Arena and have a smoothie. I've, I've been to the Smoothie King Arena. And had a smoothie? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I think they did do good, like, popcorn shrimp, though. There. They need a popcorn shrimp arena. Yeah. <laughs> you can go and get popcorn shrimp. Uh, I mean, you can go to that one crypto place and get crypto, right? Oh, wait, too soon. <laughs> has that gone now? No, but crypto seems it has. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, go listen to Up Next, where we chat all about NXT, of course. This show, BD Elite, chatting all about some BDE, some dynamite, all the fun stuff. We will be back. We also want to recommend our Patreon.com slash up next. We do so many podcasts, so many wrestling reviews. We have so many podcasts in that back back catalog. Five bucks a month gets you everything coming out this month and everything we've done, all the best matches ever, all the retro pay-per-view reviews, retro NXT reviews, everything. It's pennies per podcast. Go check us out. It's what we do. And uh, we would appreciate you guys checking us out and letting us know if you like our shows. Yeah, do it. In our podcast. Subscribe to YouTube. Subscribe to YouTube. Subscribe to YouTube. Uh, At Up Next Podcast on Twitter and, uh, yeah, the Facebook group as well, if you haven't joined it already. I, myself, Brayden Harrington, you can find me on Twitter and I'm on Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Xavier Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And don't be a toss pot. Ahoy!
Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.